Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and football. I'm your host Matthew and today we're going to be doing kind of a match review, a match, well I suppose it's a match review for Man United versus Chelsea which took place on the 11th of August uh, 2019. Uh, we won 4-0 today, it was a really really great start to the season. Uh, there's still some concerns, concerns about the team and about certain players but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, so essentially, yeah, uh, Rashford scored the first penalty, or the only penalty of the game. Uh, scored the first goal with a penalty in 18 minutes. Um, it was a penalty. I thought that it was a clear foul. Um, you know, Rashford earned the penalty himself anyway, uh, which was great. And then he of, sco- he of course scored the, uh, I believe that was the through ball from Pogba, the second goal, um, which was kind of interesting as well. Then Marshall scored a... Uh, Goal from I think it was assisted from Pereira because I I did watch the game today uh, and uh, I'm going to make a lot more effort to watch more matches uh, this season. I don't know how many and I don't know how many match reviews I'll be able to do, but I'm going to put in uh, or try and put in more effort to to do that. Of course, uh, yeah, Martial scored a great goal, um, crossed in from Pereira, uh, who I've not I don't recall him starting too many games from Man United uh, and Andreas Pereira, of course our uh, Brazilian playmaker, I suppose you can call him. Uh, and then yeah, Daniel James came on as a substitute for who came off. You had Lingard, Pereira, and Rashford that came off. So one of those guys came off for uh, for Daniel James. Um, and uh, yeah, his dad would be proud, obviously, because um, if you didn't know, if you, if you weren't aware or anything, um, Daniel James's dad, his father, uh, passed away. Uh, I heard it was a few days before um, he signed for Man United. So he signs for Man United, this big club. He comes on in his debut and he scores against Chelsea to make it 4-0. Really, really great start for him. Um, and there was this sense that I got from James when, as soon as he got that first ball, the, the ball straight away, and he started running at the defence, um, I got this great sense of a player who he, he wanted to do no matter what it took. He wanted he wanted to really score that goal and he wasn't like mucking about or looking around or doing this or that. Um, like Rashford kind of was doing in this game. I'll talk about that in a minute, but to stick on some positivity here. Um, yeah, I was excited for James to, to play today. Um, and uh, he didn't start, unfortunately. I would have started him because I, be, I would be putting him in that team uh, straight away. And you guys know, if, if you've listened to the podcast before or whatever, uh, I mean, it's only eight episodes young, I suppose. Um, I just don't think Lingard's a Man United quality player. I'll talk about Lingard and Rashford in a minute. Who uh, caused some problems today. But um, yeah I would be starting James in place of Lingard. Um, in, in in any of those three positions. Either the right wing, the number 10 slot or the uh, the left wing. I think James can do it. Uh, yeah just, just get him on the pitch. Get him running at some defenders like he did today. And if he ends up passing to somebody else. Or if he ends up crossing the ball or, or something. It will, give us, it will just give us a bit of extra boost. Because we haven't really got... Other than maybe Sanchez, who's our other quick sort of winger player, and maybe like Rashford and Marshall, less so with Rashford, we we do need someone who's going to be running at defences because we've got uh, down at the other end we've got Juan Bissaka who's going to be running back, and um, you know well he he's going to be our, our basically our speedy player uh, or our fast player in defence, and we need somebody at the other other end of the pitch that could be Daniel James uh, to be running at the defence. So because um, yeah, I mean imagine a scenario where like 
Wan-Bissaka wins the ball, he runs up the pitch, gets some pace going, and then James is there, he passes it through to James, or across to James, or wherever, wherever James is going to be playing. Uh, plays it through to him, and then James continues to run a bit more, maybe gets a few passes off, and then we like play it into somebody, either like Marshall or Rashford. That's a really good kind of combination that you've got there. Um, and I know that Daniel James didn't get quite so much time uh, in preseason and stuff like that, but um, yeah, I think he's really, really got some talent, and Hey, for his first thing that he does in a full proper Man United match is to score. Like, he got the ball, ran forward, scored. It's a really, really great start for him. And, uh, yeah, his his dad would be proud, of course. So, uh, yeah, really, really great start for James. And I'm really excited to see more of him. He's our, uh, he is our new Welsh wizard. So, um, we got that to look forward to. It's one of the most positive things about Man United at the moment. Uh, of course, the other positive thing I noticed today is uh, Harry Maguire... For his first Man United game, and he had to obviously skip preseason because we signed him after that. Every single time Maguire had either headed the ball away, which is obviously one of his strong points, um, or he'd got the ball, he looked so com- so um so unbelievably composed. Not just because I'm not surprised in the fact that um I I didn't question his like ability. It's just the fact that this is his first ever Manchester United game. Maguire he's probably been training a bit with the with the guys and and whatnot, but this is his first full Man United game. He wasn't in any of the preseason matches, and I was just really surprised in a nice way because it's like, okay, I expected something good from him just because all the buzz around him and the eighty million and all that. I expected a little something, but he was almost better than what I expected, and I I already expected a bit from him. Um, but yeah, he just reminded me of kind of the Vidic Ferdinand style, where like composed on the ball, experienced, good in the air, all that sort of stuff, and we've really needed that, and he was just great today, so, um, yeah, that's another really good sort of point for Man United, again, wan I already spoke about him, uh, I do think that, because at the moment we've got our uh, right winger problem, um, where we don't have anybody sort of dedicated in that position, I suppose, at the moment, it was Mata, it's probably not going to be Mata, because he's just not got quite the pace, Again, I would, like I'd say, I'd either put either put Pereira or Daniel James there, just because you can then combine James's and Juan Bissaka's pace and just have the the left that right hand channel be so sort of strong in that way. Um, yeah, but just building off of like you know, De Gea played really really well this in this game. Um, he made some really really great saves. I know that Chelsea hit the post or hit the woodwork. I think it was the post and the crossbar or something. They hit it like two or three times. In this game, they had their left back. What was his name? Uh, Emerson. He broke forward a few times and uh, hit the post and whatnot. Which, hey, I mean, if you can't score, then you won't score. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you you could say that Man United got lucky, I suppose, with the post and the crossbar stuff. But hey, they weren't accurate enough to score, and that's what you have to do. You don't get points for hitting the post, I'm afraid. So uh, that's just that. But yeah, the Hay looked really great today. He really made some amazing saves, and again, looked his sort of confident peak self, I suppose. Um, yeah, Lindelof was fine, Shaw was a little bit better than I expected, I really had some worries about Shaw this season of like his fitness, his injury prone uh, problems and all that sort of stuff, and I think he did get a knock in this game, but I think he was fine after that, but um, yeah, really, really great stuff from the defence, and I'm thoroughly impressed with all of them, so uh, specifically, obviously, with you know, Maguire and Wan-Bissaka are our, are our new players, so uh, it's easy to get sort of, you know, 
pay more attention to them, I suppose, because they're, they're doing their, their new stuff. But, yeah, again, just a difference with Maguire and Wambasaka. Wambasaka's been in, I think, all of the preseason matches. And this is Maguire's first game. And I was just, yeah, I had, not only did he look confident in himself when he had the ball, but I, whenever he had the ball, I trusted that he wouldn't lose it. And I don't recall him losing the ball in this match. Uh, moving on to the midfield, which is, again, one of our weak points. Um, McTominay looked fine. Pogba had a very strange match where sometimes he had the ball and like he looked like he didn't want to be there looked like he didn't know what he was doing and other times of course you know he comes out with the pass through to Rashford and he scores a great goal so it Pogba's giving me some sort of mixed signals at the moment he's very very important to our team and like I said in the I think the previous episode the deadline day episode um, I said, you know, at the, in in May or in June and July, I was saying, you know, Pogba's absolutely got to go. He still does need to, but not right now. Because if he went and, like, who who would we have to fill that midfield gap? We, we don't have anybody on the same level. Because I'm not saying Pogba's a bad player. He just doesn't want to be at Man United. And with in terms of that, I really just got some mixed signals from him in this game. He did some really great stuff where, like, he got the ball and ran forward and put put a few passes together and there was this other situations where like he got the ball he got all like mixed up and stuck and all that and uh he, he sort of had this sulky kind of attitude towards him so he really just honestly for me he had a 50 50 match but so, so it was all sort of like when he did something really good it was like okay this is the Paul Pogba that we wanted and when he did something really bad it was like okay you don't want to be at the club so yeah he's definitely giving me some mixed signals at the moment but hey he has to play for us because He's in the team. Um, and, yeah. I mean, he he assisted one of our goals. So, you can't really um, be at fault with him at the moment. Lingard. Uh, like I said, McTominay was fine. I think he just had a, a an average to sort of good game. Um, and, again, he's a bit younger, isn't he? So, he's trying to sort of get stuck in and impress the manager. So, I, I was fine with Scott McTominay. I wasn't particularly disappointed or particularly impressed. Um, but, he was just fine to me. Um, I can't recall too many mistakes that he made, and I can't recall too many, like, amazing things that he did, so he was very much in the middle to me. Um, Lingard, he had a couple of good, like, runs in this match, where he got the ball, he ran forward, and then got a little bit confused, almost like what sort of, I don't know if Walcott's still doing this at Everton, because I've not seen Walcott play football for a couple of years, um, but, uh, that's what Walcott used to do for, like, England, he basically used to run, he could run from the corner flag, to the edge of the box and beat every player but then he wouldn't know what to do I felt like Lingard had a bit of that today where he made a couple of good passes but on other times he just lost the ball and he almost he he kind of got a bit too carried away at certain points he reminded me a bit of um Welbeck what Welbeck used to do like he, he would get the ball he would beat a couple of players just get too overconfident and try to do something fancy so um yeah not sure what to make of Lingard uh, so far in, in this in this game or whatever or, or so far in this season um, but again like I said I would easily put David James uh, in his in his uh, spot on the right wing because uh, yeah basically we lined up with a 4-2-3-1 we had De Gea, Wampasaka, Maguire, Lindelof, Shaw and then the two defensive midfielders was McTominay and Pogba the front four I suppose were the, from right to left you've got Lingard Pereira, Pereira in the uh, number 10 slot and then you've got Rashford on the left and then Marshall up front which is where Marshall really should be this season and of course he got his goal as well uh, today um, so yeah that that was great but like I said I would I would definitely swap because I think that team looks looks great um, you know Pogba's unsettled or whatever McTominay's fine so you've got the two weak-ish um, 
defensive midfielders. But I think Pereira looked fine in this game. I think Rashford had uh, a couple of problems in the match. Uh, like he was doing some Welbeck style flicks as well. It's almost like Rashford and Lingard have been hanging out and they've been getting football tips off of each other. Um, in a way, which I know they are kind of friendly or whatever. I mean, they're all probably mates in some way, but um, I, I've seen more of Lingard and Rashford like together in certain uh, bits and pieces, like certain um, Man United coverage and stuff. So, uh, like when they had the uh, the treble reunion match, and after the match they cut over to Rashford and Lingard, and they were sort of standing there together. So they seem to be a bit more mates than. Whatever. So, uh, again, I'd, I'd swap Lingard out for um, Daniel James and kind of push him on. Because if Ling- if you're telling me that Lingard's ready and is a Man United player, I definitely think that Daniel James is. And he, he came in and he proved himself today. He came on, he scored a goal, he played really well. He didn't get that much time, but uh, he came on and scored. So, what else can Daniel James really do to prove himself? Uh, yeah, Pereira uh, is the next player I want to talk about. I'm just basically going through the team and giving my uh, rough thoughts on everybody. Uh, Pereira, I think he needs more time. I think he needs more Man United games, and he's not been played that much in the past. And he needs to kind of um, be able to get there, out there and prove himself. So um, I think he did a good job today, though, uh, with with what I remembered him doing anyway. So I don't remember him doing anything particularly good or particularly bad, but um, he was fine. He was kind of on the same level as like McTominay for me today. Uh, Rashford, of course, scored the two goals, earned himself a penalty, uh, put it away, and he of course scored the through ball pass from uh, Pogba which he put away really well um yeah again I just think Rashford and Lingard are sort of I, I don't know they've got some poor similarities but I do think that Rashford's a, a step ahead or a couple of steps ahead of of Lingard um and like I said in my in the previous episode when I talked about the team's lineup and stuff I would I would be putting Rashford on the bench and bringing him on for Martial uh, in certain games, um, although I do think that having the two of them together on the pitch has seemed to work a bit more today than what I anticipated, so uh, that's good as well. Uh, Martial, I thought Martial had a brilliant game. Um, I did notice in certain bits and pieces of the match, he just didn't have. Um, how can I say this? He didn't have anybody really around him. The same as the same problem as like what Wambasaka had. Wambasaka was was like coming through on the, on the right hand side and there was nobody like next to him or in front of him again that's where Daniel James could be uh Martial just seemed to have because it's showing here that Lingard was on the right but I remember reading the team information before the match and Lingard was actually in the number 10 slot which means that Lingard should be, be supporting Martial I mean that's kind of the job of those three players that on the left the number 10 and on the right is to really support that striker support Martial and they did a good job with it but I felt like uh, mostly he was doing link up play with Rashford which was good um, but other than I mean you know Pereira delivered the ball into him so he scored so that kind of proves my point a little bit more I suppose um, but uh, yeah he, he had a great game today so he, he's probably one of our better players and I can't wait to see him sort of flourish as our new number nine and see how he does and he's already started scoring so that's great as well um, alright let's take a break here Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. 
Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, the first episode for Let's Play Sundays has gone out. And it's not a, it's a, it's a new Let's Play series for us, but it's basically uh, my way of taking the Let's Plays that we already do and putting them under a theme and a date, basically, or a day, rather on that day of Sunday. The first episode was for Apex Constructs, so go and check that out as well. And that's a, that's a, that's a uh, PlayStation VR game, uh, so go and take a look at that. Uh, yesterday, I went and uh, ranked all of the Spider-Man films, which includes uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. We've, of course, reviewed uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, Far From Home, and um, Into the Spider-Verse, and, you know, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame um, a couple of times. Uh, so, yeah, I took the eight different films that were out there, including, uh, so that's Tobey Maguire's films, Andrew Garfield's films, the Spider-Verse film, and the two Tom Holland films. So, uh, I went and ranked those. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart came out with, um, part, well I guess Netflix came out with part 2 of Melissa Joan Hart's uh, comedy, dramedy sort of series uh, called No Good Nick. It's on Netflix if you want to go and watch it. There's two parts, and yes it's two parts, which I think make up season 1, uh, and they're 10 episodes each. So 20 episodes, but they're sort of split into half seasons, which Netflix doesn't usually tend to do. But uh, I think with that and Sabrina they've tended to do it a bit more. So um, yeah, my reviews for both part 1 and part 2 are out there and they're both spoiler free and spoiler split basically so you can go and check that out uh the united cast like i said i talked about transfer deadline day and all of the well drama i suppose you could say the drama of nothing happening i suppose the lukaku thing was the only thing that happened but i sort of summed up the uh, transfer deadline or the, the transfer window and talked about who i would put out for the uh, manchester united lineup which i've talked about a little bit in this episode but uh that's out there as well uh, what else have we done? iZombie finished its fifth and final season, so it's all finished now. Uh, and me and Robert came back and reviewed the individual episode, season 5, episode 13, All's Well That Ends Well, the series finale. And we'll be back this Wednesday to do a, a series wrap-up, so we'll, where we will give our thoughts on the entirety of the series and the show itself. Um, so yeah, there's that, and iZombie will be wrapping up this Wednesday. Uh, Random Gaming Talk is of course mine and Robert's other podcast that we do. Uh, we talked about Crash Team Racing Nitro Field and the microtransactions. We talked about uh, Ninja being signed by Mixer. Uh, and if that sounds familiar, it kind of is in a football sense. Um, we talked about some more stuff. Uh, merchandise information. I'm thinking about doing some merchandise for Entertainment Talk. I've got a couple of ideas. If you want to know more, go and check out the Merchandise Information Podcast. I still need a level of interest from everybody. And then we can decide, or I can decide what to do from there with the merchandise. So have a look out for that. Uh, I started doing some scripted reviews. Uh, and the first one is for Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, the game that I just uh, talked about. Uh, there's two other reviews that I've uh, recorded and they're going to be coming out within the next couple of weeks or within the next week or so. So look out for that. American Horror Story is coming back on FX and Fox in the UK. Uh, so, so FX in the US and Fox in the UK. For season 9 it's going to be the 1984 slasher themed TV series and we'll see if Ryan Murphy can 
pull off a story that makes sense uh as that's on itunes and and spotify and podcast services as well but if you want to find it on the website you can of course go to the uh i think i've got it in the off-air tv section at the moment because it's not actually back yet and there's of course the podcast drop down menu that's where you'll find all of our itunes feeds uh other let's plays apex constructed or let's play for that and there were some other ones as well but that's what we've been doing roughly on entertainment talk and on podcast platforms uh so yeah let's wrap up my thoughts for for today uh actually what i want to do is look at the league table um which i know isn't quite reflective of how the season's going to end because uh, let's bring it up here man city are at the top of course because they slaughtered west ham 5-0 i managed to watch a good amount of that game and not to talk too much about our opposition rivals here but i noticed something very particular about man city and i'm interested if man united can do it when man city are passing the ball around They've got this particular way where everybody's sort of in their positions. They're like literally in position. Um, they sort of do a couple of slow, really slow passes like in the final third. Or in the opposition's half. And then all of a sudden one of their players, is n- it's never a specific player. It's always a-, a different player or whatever. They'll start passing the ball really quickly and do like this ping pong sort of passing. Or this sort of, um, what's that, uh... Uh, arcade game called like that that um I can't remember like ping pong sort of type passing um and then that's usually when they tend to score I noticed they did it on at least three of their goals yesterday they'll 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 sort of slowly pass the ball around a bit and then one player will pass it really fast to the next player and then they'll do this sequence where everybody sort of already knows before they've even got the ball who they're going to pass to next and it's almost like I mean it might literally be a tactic where you know they all sort of know their positions and everything and they're able to basically yeah just pass in like a scripted sequence almost so they they like sterling's going to pass to aguero or whatever and then he's going to pass to silver and then he's going to pass to mané and then he's going to cross it into aguero or whatever and they seem to have really kind of got that down so to speak um and uh, yeah that's just something i kind of noticed from the man city game yesterday but they're top of the league of course because they won 5-0 again it's it's an early stage where it's goal difference that's going to be separating people or teams and and then uh man united we are finally second in the league again uh of course only one match has been played but that's because we won 4-0 today and of course we played very very well today so uh very very happy with the result it really couldn't have gone much better than what it did so um there's really apart from a few issues i had with lingard and some other players and rashford doing some weird bits and pieces and some stuff with pogba i really don't think there's much to complain about with this match uh, and then you've got uh, Liverpool, of course they beat, I think they beat Norwich 3, no it was 4-1, their goal difference says 3 but it was 4-1. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the, the top 3 and everything, I won't go reading the whole table but uh, the bottom 3, you've got um, bottom three. You've got West Ham because they lost 5-0, uh, Chelsea because they lost 4-0 and Watford because they lost 4-1 but they got minus 3 goal difference uh, and everybody else is pretty much just level in the middle, either with draws or wins of some kind because uh, Tottenham won what was Tottenham's result doesn't matter but uh, yeah they won as well yesterday of course uh, beating Aston Villa so yeah that's the that's your first look at um, the Premier League uh, table after week one of the matches because there's no Monday night football tomorrow I don't think uh, I think everybody is, has played let me uh, double qu- quickly uh, double check that played yeah everybody's got a one next to their name uh, our next match is against Watford it's, I think it's next Monday, uh, it's a Monday 8 o'clock 
uh, Monday Night Football match. So that's going to be interesting. Don't they usually have Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher for those commentators? So that'll be interesting to see what Gary Neville thinks of uh, Man United so far. So yeah, very, very good start to the season. I'm very, very happy with the win. And honestly, like I said, apart from a few a few problems I got with Lingard and a few problems I got with Rashford, we really can and some mixed signals from Pogba. We really couldn't have asked for more. Yes, Chelsea hit the post and the crossbar a few times, but other than that, we had a brilliant game. So, um, yeah, the defence looks really, really solid, like I said. The attack's got some issues, uh, and the midfield's got a couple of weird issues, but other than that, we look great. So, And this is a really positive thing to take from uh, the first game of Man United. Again, I don't know if I'll be able to kind of go this in-depth or whatever all this for, for this long for 88, uh, 88, 38 matches of the season, but uh, I'll try to do as many matches as I have time to or a- I'm able to do. So again, because they're all on like either Mondays or Saturdays or Sundays or they're all at different times because with the TV shows that we usually cover or whatever uh, or the gaming talk podcast and stuff that we have, it's always on the same day, pretty much, because, you know, Walking Dead's on Monday or whatever, Good Place on Friday or whatever, the Man United matches can be, because they're going to be Thursday nights as well, because we're going to have Europa League games, um, they're going to be Saturdays, uh, maybe Fridays, because Liverpool had a Friday match, um, so it might be, it might be a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday, a Monday, lots of different times, um, so it's just going to depend on the schedule and, and things like that, so... We'll see. But yeah, I definitely needed to kind of do this today, you know, with us playing Chelsea. It's a big game. We played really well and we won. Uh, so I definitely needed to uh, talk about it as well. So, um, yeah, what did you think of today's performance from Manchester United? Um, is there any players that you were particularly impressed with? Any players that you weren't particularly impressed with? Um, and is there any other bits and pieces that you've noticed from Man United today? But it's a great start. Uh, and unless unless we won 6-0, there was no other way we, we were really going to go top of the league. Because it's just not possible in week one. Uh, so there's that but yeah lots of positive positives to take away from today um and yeah very very happy with the result so yeah let me know what you think matthew at entertainment talk.org twitter etalk uk there's the contact page and information in your show notes uh if you want to check out the rest of the content we got because we don't just cover football here we cover tv video games and films uh as well uh which i count football under tv uh but tv shows video games and films and stuff so check out the rest of the content we've got on entertainmenttalk.org uh if you want to support the podcast support entertainment talk we're on patreon we also have an amazon affiliate link um and we have itunes feed as well of course please rate review and subscribe to those uh, if you don't want to review the feed, you can simply rate it, tap on the star rating, that will help us as well. Social media is obviously a big thing. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, please uh, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter. And if you're allowed to, put them in different Facebook groups. And lastly, video games, speaking of Let's Play Sundays, uh, Sundays, 7pm UK time, 11am Pacific time, 2pm Eastern time. Um, if you want to check that out, the first episode has gone out for Apex Constructs, so go and check that out and let me know what you think. But me and Robert stream, sorry, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer, thanks for listening, and, um, yeah, great match, really great match today, I'm very, very happy, so thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time, goodbye.